All right, so this is episode number numero nueve, nine. Spanish is a goal of mine. One day I will be able to speak it. So if you're new here, we normally talk about uh, some things that we can do to improve our health as first responders, primarily through breathing, heat, and cold. Um, we go down all sorts of different rabbit holes, but that's kind of where the starting point is. Today, we're not doing that so much. So if you're new here, this is a bit of a different one. Um, I'd like to say that if you are new here, click the uh, link in the description, go pick yourself up the free guide, a gift to you, uh, three ways to improve your life as a first responder. Um, so this last week, uh, my wife, Christy and I, we went out on a date night. It's been a minute. Uh, with all this traveling and so the kids were at my parents and we went out to Swiss Chalet. Now if you're Canadian you know this time of year festive special. So I mean you, you just can't go wrong. Uh, we had a great meal and our dates normally we'd go like Home Depot after right Home Depot get a coffee Home Depot sort of thing right. Recently it's been more like Home Sense, Marshalls, Winners like those the more for her. And, and that's great. We're, I'm happy. I'm happy for her. So we found ourselves in winners. And I mean, I can look through uh, like a giant department store in about four minutes and say, I'm good. But I had some entertainment this week. So I saw a guy, uh, I saw a security guy standing in and I knew he was security because it said security on his back. So I saw him like zoned in on a dude who looked a little suspicious. Well, let's say that. So he, he's basically standing on the other side of the rack from him, just like staring at him, kind of like pretending to look at some clothes, but not being very uh, inconspicuous. So they're kind of doing a dance, moving around. This guy's pushing a cart. He's got a big winter coat on. I'm like, I guess he saw him stuff something in his coat or something. The guy's got like, a cart full of stuff, clothes. It's got a shovel in there, like tons of stuff. So I'm kind of like hanging back. I'm like, well, this is, this looks interesting. Let's, let's see what happens here. So then he kind of moves around um, and the guy comes out the aisle and starts to head towards the door, pushing the cart. I'm like, I'm like kind of getting jacked up. I'm like, all right game on. We're going to, something's going to happen. I'm kind of moving towards the door. If this guy needs a hand, I'm like, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anticlimactic, the guy takes the blue cart, like doesn't take a thing, pushes the blue cart out the front door. The alarm goes up, beep, 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 beep. just keeps on walking. And the security guard is standing at the front door and watches him leave. And I was like, in my brain, I'm like, I can't make sense of this. That doesn't make sense. What just happened? So I go talk to the security guard and I'm like, what, like, what happened? What, what, what happened? And he's like, well, I'm like, I said, I think I said to him, why didn't you arrest him? He goes, we're not allowed to. What do you mean? He goes, well, we have all the training, but we're not allowed to go hands-on. It's like, really? So, I mean, no fault on a big department store. They've obviously done their cost-benefit risk assessment analysis. It's worth it for them to let that go. 
I'm fine with that. You have private business, do what you want. Um, what I will say is that this whole scenario has got me thinking. So we went back and picked up our kids and we're talking to my mom and dad and Christy. And it's like, I, if I had known he wasn't going to do anything, I would have arrested him. And they're like, you can't arrest some, you can't just arrest someone. I'm like citizens arrest. I'm no longer a cop, but I think I know a few of the laws maybe. And, uh, and they're like, it's like, it's too dangerous. What if you had a weapon or drugs? Or and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And I got, and I've been thinking about this all week. It's really been on my brain as to, we get to live in the world that we create around us. So we don't get to complain if we're not willing to act. We see the world, we see what's happening, right? Like the new, right is wrong, wrong is right. Left is right, right is left, up is down, down is up. Like all these, it's like a complete reversal. And like, we don't get to say the world is going to hell in a handbasket and sit back and watch people steal things. Now, I'm not saying that it's the right or the wrong decision to like jump in on that. The risk to me, like if winners isn't concerned about it, why should I be? And, I, and there is a reason why I should be. It's because when, when we want to live in a world, like what kind of world do we want to live in? Do, you, do we want to live in a world where people can just take what's not theirs? Because today they took winner stuff. But what if tomorrow it's your car? What if tomorrow it's your house? What if tomorrow it's, right? What if you are put in that situation where you are forced to act? I think that we, I know I think as myself, I like to think like I would, I would stand up for what's right when the stakes are really high. Like when things are really going bad, for sure I'll stand up for what I know is right and true and good. But I, I don't think, I actually don't think I would do that if I'm not willing to stand up for what's right in the smaller moments. I'm not saying go and chase the guy down, tackle him and arrest him. I'm saying take action. So that could be something as simple as like yelling at the guy. Like what the, what the security guard said to me was, what becomes frustrating is this guy is now emboldened to do, to do it again to steal more stuff. I don't know his situation. I mean, he's stealing a shovel and it looks like I'm just stereotyping. It looks like he probably doesn't have a driveway to shovel. So, I mean, he's stealing it to sell it or, or whatever. Right. And I, I don't want to make judgment. I think as first responders, we tend to get pretty, pretty jaded against humanity. And that was one thing that I really struggled with is being jaded against humanity, not looking for the good in people. And I think that there could be a real danger there to, to lose our humanity because we are always dealing with people having issues. So I don't want to go down necessarily that rabbit hole. If you want to read the blog, I did go down that rabbit hole a little bit. But what I do want to say is do something like yell at the guy, like be uncomfortable, like Hey, you're going to pay for that? Stand in front of the cart. If he chooses to go by you, he goes, but, but like do something, cast a vote for yourself to say, I am going to be someone who takes action when I see, when I see something that's wrong, that's unjust, that's evil. 
I'm going to take some sort of action against that. Pay for the guy. Offer to pay for the stuff. You pay for it. Well, why should I? I, I don't know. But do something to cast a vote for yourself to say when things aren't going well, when there's a problem that I see, I'm going to stand up for what I know is right. I think if we all did that, and I didn't do that. Mind you, I thought that I was ready to. I was going to let the security guy take the lead. But next time, maybe I won't. I hope I won't next time. I hope I'll say something. To make myself stand out in a crowd, which it can be uncomfortable to say, no, that's wrong. As a society, I don't want to live in a world where someone can walk into somewhere and take something that doesn't belong to them and walk out. I don't like that world. I don't know about you, but um, let me look at my notes here. I'm a bit fired up here. Uh, that's about it. As, as first, oh, I said this was for cops. And I think one thing that really affects me being a former cop is like working really hard on, on doing your job and doing a good job and having the government, the courts, society as a whole, not give a rip. And I'm just, I'm, I'm fired up and I'm probably, anyway, let me go. Let me go off on this tangent and, and I'll be done soon. I'm, I was fired up as a cop when you would do all this work trying to help someone, trying to help your city, trying to help humanity. And basically nobody cares. So this guy gets to go around and steal next time. Like there's no, there's no ramification. The security guard said, you know, I give a description to the police. They come take a report. But these people in our world who are making poor choices just get to run amok and society, the government, the courts don't hold anybody accountable. And as a cop, you, that is, and any first responder, we, we all deal with these situations that, that becomes very frustrating. And you, that is why you become jaded. And I would encourage you to not become jaded with that, to say, I'm going to do my part so that when the big things happen, I've stood up to injustice. I've stood for what's right long enough that I can stand for what's right and, and not be, I, I guess it, it hurt, it, it hurts you in a good way to say like the outcome doesn't necessarily matter. What matters is that I take the right action in that moment. That's my rant for today. I don't know. I went all over the place. If you're still with me, thank you. If you want a free gift, go to breed nine. go to the link. Um, there's a free gift for you. Hit the blue button. Um, I'll let that be a surprise what that gift is. And, uh, thank you for being here again. If you have a story, if you're a first responder, I guess, even if you're not, if, um, if you want to be on the podcast, you got something to share or you just want to hang out. Um, yeah, get in touch with me, Instagram, uh, through my email, through the website, uh, love to connect with you. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me your time. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Love you guys.